welcome back to Journal Updated, a podcast about video games. End of yep. sentence. <laughs> I'm Nora, That's I'm it. joined by Molly. This is the pod. This is the pod. And what a pod it will be. It has been a little bit extra long since the last time because we're... Uh, I moved, so we're three days late. But, you know, it's no big deal. But did I play any extra Skyrim? Fuck no, I didn't. <laughs> Uh, me either, because I played, um, so I found out it does actually tell you how much Skyrim you played. I thought that the PS4 How much didn't... Skyrim did you play? I thought that the PS4 didn't keep time, like, Skyrim on PS4, like, didn't track that. Uh, it does on the save menu. Oh, it absolutely does, <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, it depends on which character you want to ask about. Oh my god, you have to, uh, I have to ask you collectively, how much Skyrim yeah. did you play? I need you to do the math. Well, Jack of Tharn was... About oh, what did I say? Seventy hours. Uh huh. Um, Devna was thirty-five. Oh my god. Uh, Sidronar Blackleaf was nine-ish. That's the one I used on the streams that I did. Uh, so you know, I'm up there in the about one hundred and twenty after some other miscellaneous characters. One hundred twenty hours of Skyrim. But I did that before the move, which was very smart and big-brained of me. That was smart and big-brained of you, because there is a world in which that you did not think about playing Skyrim Mm -hmm. uh, that much until you moved, and that would have been bad. It would have been really bad. That would have gone poorly. Yeah. Um, I still didn't do everything, technically. That's because the thing that I didn't do, I had already done the last time I played Skyrim, so I didn't really want to do it. And when I started it on my second character... I just got bored of it and started doing creation club content instead. Yeah, weird. Yeah. You didn't it's interesting. It. None of the Skyrim <laughs> None of the Skyrim content really worth playing twice. I was so frustrated doing the Mage's Guild a second time. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. The I so uh full disclosure, I've played Skyrim before. Uh believe it or not, I played it when it came out because everybody played it when it came out. Um, and I, I've played it a couple times since then, just because every once in a while you want a big open world game. Um, and, uh, yeah, so this time was the first time I played with a bunch of mods and shit, so, um, I, that's been pretty fun. I always thought I didn't like these games because I played Morrowind as a kid, and I was like, I don't get it. It's too open. Uh, then, like, at one point a few years ago, I played Skyrim with someone there to, like, hang out who knew Skyrim, and that was a lot of fun. Um, and now I just, you know, I have found my way to enjoy these games. Um, but I also played a lot of other stuff. I'm sure. Nora, what what video games have you played? Well, since we moved in, we didn't have internet for a while. So over the weekend, I played Demon's Souls. Did you finish Demon's Souls? Yeah. Nice. It's about 16 hours. Um, yeah, that game's not huge. It's not huge. It's much Especially smaller. when you know what you're doing. Yes. And especially when you uh, end up just having a really good build. <laughs> Weird. Uh, the Large Sword of Moonlight, or Moonlight Greatsword as it would later be called, uh, can't be blocked by shields, does 100% magical damage, and scales with faith in this game. So it was oh, really okay. good. Well, <laughs> <laughs> seems easy. <sighs> yeah. Uh, that game's fucking great. Demon Souls is better game. than Dark Souls, hundred percent, hands yeah, down, well, no contest. I don't know about all that. Now you're talking. I now, do. now you're kind of off the shits right now. 
I've been on, I've been the Demon Souls guy since 2009. <laughs> so it's good. I like Demon Souls, but I like Dark Souls <laughs> way more. Well, I think Demons is better. I like that it has a more defined like setting and more like characters that have stuff going on in the present rather than like characters you hear about if that makes sense it doesn't but yeah sure well do you mean that you just get to meet the guys you get to meet the guys and the guys are doing things now whereas like i feel like in a lot of the sequels you'll like you'll meet a couple guys you'll meet like um what's her name in dark souls 2 um from mira you know everyone's favorite character I don't. She has a mask and a hat. Uh, regardless, you meet individuals in the Dark Souls games, but like in Demons, you're trying to get to the the castle to like get to the keep to fight the king, and like you meet Ostrava, who's the prince, and you meet Bior of the Twin Fangs, who's one of the knights, and you're like they are part of this world in a way that like Solaire is not really part of. Lordran. Like, everyone you meet in Dark Souls is also traveling through from other places, whereas everyone you meet here, they're, like, from here, and you're the only one who's out of place. I mean, until you get to Anor Londo. Uh... There's, like, some guys there, but there's also the people who lived there. I guess it's not very many, but... There's the Firekeeper. But I mean, like normal guys, rather not like Gwendolyn. Okay. Maybe I'm not remembering Anne Orlando very well. Gwendolyn is a no is no longer a guy you can meet. I guess after you kill him, he's not. Shaking my head. Uh, but yeah, I just I like the the tone and the vibe of Demon Souls a lot. Um, I had a cool sort of. There's like a, a set you can get in the swamp that has this winged helmet that looks really nice. It's a, also there's gender locked armor sets in this one, which I had forgotten Great. about. <laughs> so um, my options were limited because I kept getting things like the saints' robes, which are not for priestesses. That's the priestess set. Oh, interesting. Um, the like nefarious armor guy that you meet. Uh, Yurt, the Silent Chief, who is the, like, prototype, if you will, for Lautrec in uh, Dark Souls, his set is neutral. So that's pretty cool. It's It's got the black armor with, like, the two big spikes at the on the helmet. It's really cool. Uh, I like Demon's Souls a lot. And then I played Nights into Dreams. Uh-huh. The um, second game ever made by Sonic Team after Sonic the Hedgehog. I didn't. I, I uh-huh. don't know why I expected some kind of reaction. I, don't, that, <laughs> I have nothing to not. say about Nights of the Dreams. <laughs> it's really fun. It's a. It's a. You know, it's based more on like. I guess some some later Sonic games have like the scoring system and stuff. I don't think the earlier ones did, unless I'm completely remem- mm-hmm. misremembering. But um, there's like it's about like going through the levels and getting the highest score you can so you can progress. That's uh, generally what video games are about. 
Yeah, I guess so. Um, this one is really great. It has a fantastic soundtrack. Uh, vibes are just great for Nights into Dreams. I like it a lot. And if you beat it, you can unlock Christmas Nights into Dreams. Because they uh-huh. wanted to sell the Saturn. And so they were like, what could we do to sell the Saturn? What if we had a mini game that was like the first level of Nights into Dreams, but everything was changed to be Christmas themed? Do we put jingle bells over it? And you get that for free when you buy a Saturn. So it's like a demo almost. It's like you got one level, you can play as both characters, and it's Christmas themed. And it has like a. Uh, they threw together a little like cutscene at the beginning and the end to make it a, a Christmas story. And uh, it's just cute. It's very cute. cute. Yeah. I started some games. Okay. I'll let you know if I have more to say about Pathfinder Kingmaker in the future. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, you should oh, be... Oh, no. I should be glad well, that you're you... not making me play it. I know. You I know, should I know, be I know, dancing. I, oh. <laughs> yes, I will be doing I... no such thing. Actually, I need this to take will... the game off my wish list. I because we had talked whole... about it. Yes, and my friend Quinn started playing it and started posting about it, and I realized what it was. And it and looks I, like dog shit. I don't want to put... I don't... Here's the thing. It's not that I don't want to play it. It's uh-huh. that I don't want to become the villain for asking you to play it. That's the real thing. You're because, already the villain, Nora. What? I'm the villain? <laughs> You're the villain of this podcast. What the hell? I'm the hero. Wow. If you uh, agree that I am the hero, actually... You can send emails to journalupdate at gmail.com <laughs> and uh, tell me that I'm cool. No one who makes uh, somebody else play Dragon Age is a hero. Dragon Age is not Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, and? I don't know. We'll get there. There's no forced sterilization in uh, Dragon Age that I remember, but uh, there's not a lot better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <wizards>. <laughs> they're not my favorite wizards. I'm not a big. They fan got of these they wizards. got space wizards in Mass Effect. No, they don't. That's space wizardry. They have biotics are just space. Uh, bi- biotics are just space wizardry. I, I, uh... <laughs> it's not cool though. You don't. Well, sure, but it is wizardry. <laughs> I reject this. It's not part of wizardry. I'm gonna become the uh, villain just by being mean to you about whether or That's not right. biotics are That's wizards. Right. Anyway, continue. What else have you done? On the Twitter account, our biotic <laughs> wizards. Uh, video game wise, I guess I I've I've gotten some things I'm going to play. Uh, primarily. Just after beating Nights in the Dreams, I downloaded Klonoa because I've always wanted to try it. And now it seems like a good like jumping on point. Uh, sure. And I'm going to hop into Kingsfield next month. We'll see how that goes. I've you're going to be a Kingsfield guy. I'm kind of already a Kingsfield guy. It's just Are you going to jump to four like, like Dia told you? Probably, but I'm going to play the others for like an hour each first. You know? Okay. Just to check. Okay. Um... 
the other thing is like not really for this podcast, but I have just read seventy five ish chapters of Fist of the North Star in the last three days, so that's pretty fun. It's made me want to pick up one of those games. Sure. Uh, I also have nothing to say about Fist of the North Star. That guy punches stuff. He he sometimes kicks too. I don't buy that. He's really good at both. I don't believe in any of that. <laughs> Punches only. Fuck it's like called that. Fist of the North Star? <laughs> the Fist is metaphorical. He is the Fist. Hmm. Okay. Um, did I play anything else? I don't think I played anything else. I was moving. I don't know. You got to tell me. I have no idea. I'm just thinking, but I think that's it for now. Did I talk about... Go ahead. I was just going to say, I will play more and get back to you next month. Um, Did I talk about Cyanar Wild Hearts last time? I can't remember. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't remember. Uh, Whatever. I played that. Uh, It's fine. It's pink. Yeah. It's cool. The music's pretty good. Um, but I, I think, uh, I was oversold on it, maybe. Uh, it's, it's totally fine. That is one of those that I can look at and immediately tell that somebody out there has been oversold on. Um, I have not played it. I don't know anything about it, except that it's pink, I think. And I think you have a motorcycle? You do get a motorcycle. And a mask. Is Uh it like a, like a... What's that mask called? The eye mask. Zorro. Not Zorro. Domino? Domino mask. (laughs) You're the the main the main selling point for this game is that you're a girl and at the end you kiss girls. And that's but that's about it. I mean Yeah, I know, me too. Um but it's it's fine. It's a fine rhythm game. I don't think it's as good as everybody says it is. (laughs) Is it as good as Thumper? I haven't played Thumper. Hmm. I should play Thumper. I would probably like Thumper. You'd probably just, like Thumper. It just seems stressful. Uh, it's a rhythm game, so yeah. No, it looks but more stressful than rhythm games rhythm <laughs> usually games, do. I think, are maybe the most stressful type of game. Nah, I don't think so. I'm good at rhythm games, generally. Um, I am too, but I don't think they're stressful. The problem comes with having to do multiple inputs. If it's just rhythm, I can do rhythm all day. I can time yeah. button presses all day. It's when I have to like combine my motor skills with the like things on the screen and all that. Sure. That's that's what button presses are. Yes. <laughs> You're right. I'm, I'm confused about I'm what you mean exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, I also uh, I also played a little bit more Animal Crossing. Um. Since that update came out. Um. But I am still in the middle of the part where they want you to build the fucking town, and I'm like, this is fucking dog shit. This is awful. Yeah. Because uh, as as mentioned previously, I lost my last town, so I had to start over, and it just sucks. I just I'm not enjoying it. It's just. I wish I was. I wish I had... Because if I was in the part where I could just play the DLC stuff, I might be having fun. But I'm not. And I can't. So... Yeah. It just kind of sucks. 
Um, and then I played a lot of Forza Horizon Five. Oh yeah, How's that? I'm driving. I'm driving those fucking cars, dude. Um, <laughs> uh, you should listen to the abnormal mapping episode on Forza Horizon Five. It's the most recent one that came out before this podcast. Um, and uh, it's it's a really good time. Who you know? It's good to drive cars. Who knew? Driving cars. Love cars. Um. Yeah, I've I've heard that Molly loves cars. I've heard this tossed about these words. I, you know, you wouldn't think so, but then I start looking at some cars and I'm like, damn, dude, this is the good shit right here. It, if you're wondering if Molly likes cars, cars is the thing that Molly likes. I feel like you're making fun of uh, me having watched the film franchise Cars. I'm not making fun of you for it, but I'm acknowledging uh-huh. that you love cars. I fucking don't do this to me. <laughs> I fucking. <laughs> Am I back to being the villain? I'm not. Yeah, you're back to being the villain again. <laughs> I'm not going back. We're not. We're not doing this. Um, and then I've played uh a, a bit of Doom Eternal also. Oh no. Uh, which is a weird game that the beginning part just fucking blows, but once you have like the full kit of things. Like, once all your buttons do something, it's pretty good. Um, but I feel like it is getting in its own way by giving me a bunch of platforming sections and stuff. And it's not, like, the worst stuff in the world. But, like, the part of that game I want to play is the part where I shoot guys. You I want to shoot the understand? guns. What? Doom doesn't have a jump button. It, that's correct. Why would they feel the need to add platforming to Doom? Okay, now, I have to stop you here. You should put a jump button in every game. Every game, you should be allowed to jump in. Every game. Every game, you should be allowed to jump. Pokemon. Uh, Yeah, jump. Forza Horizon 5. (laughs) Jump button on those fucking cars, let's go. Okay, if they made, like, if they've added the Mach 5 to Forza, then I'd play it. I will be honest with you about that. See, if the cars jumped, you would play it. No, if that car jumped. I don't want any other car to jump. I just want to well, be like... Of course the Mach 5 jumps, Nora. Yeah. I just want to play as the Mach 5 and everyone else has a normal car and I can like lay traps and jump over things. Okay, well, that's, that's not Forza. You're not, you don't want to play Forza. <laughs> you want to play Speed Racer. Yes! Also, didn't the other cars in Speed Racer also have bullshit in them? Yes, or was Speed Racer just was... cheating the whole time? The Mach 5... No, he only reacts to other people <laughs> cheating. That's the Oh, okay. Thing, yeah, as sure. As far as I remember. The Mach yeah, 5 sure. is kind of like the Gundam, where like every other card kind of does similar things, but the Mach 5 is like the superior machine. You okay. know? Sure. It, it also kind of ha- looks like a Gundam. It's got the same color scheme. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. The, he, he's always racing against a guy with a mask. I, I guess that's true. I don't makes think it's always think. true, but... No, it's it doesn't make me true, think at all. But Racer X is there often. Does not make me think one bit. Thank you. <laughs> Molly refuses. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Um. So anyway, yeah, I've been playing some Doom Eternal. The parts where you do, like, the Slayer rooms in that game, fucking sick. Incredible. Love it. Um, Everything else uh-huh. is pretty mid. Why is there so much lore? Who wanted lore? I just don't understand, like, half the stuff. They, like, just throw you into that game, and they start doing story stuff, and I'm like, am I supposed to know something about all this? 
Like it is were, it, were these guys that I should know? These guys weren't in the last game unless I missed like a really big story DLC, <laughs> uh, which would be a weird thing to put into Doom. But I guess I think there was a story DLC, wasn't there? I have no idea. In Doom 2016, I have no fucking clue. I did not. I tried to play that game again last year, and I got to the part where like you go, it, you either go to hell or Mars. I don't remember which. You might start usually on Mars. that's the same thing. Okay, fair enough. Because hell um, is seeped into Mars. Yeah, so uh, you go to the you go to the hell part, the part where like you you're in their territory, um, and uh, I got there and I was like, you know, I'm good. Like I I don't feel like finishing this game. I got what I wanted out of this. Um, can, I re- can I read you a sentence about Doom 2016 from this Eurogamer article from 2017? I I guess. Id Software's Doom reboot has been out for over a year now, and the developer decided to make all of its paid DLC free for everyone as part of today's update 6.66. Great. That's kind of cute. Yeah, sure. You can just name it anything. Whatever. Oh, all of the DLC is multiplayer stuff. What the fuck is... What are we doing? Why did they... Did you get 100% in that game? Because you might have missed out on like, a story thing by not getting all the Fuck amiibos. Fuck no! You didn't pick up all the amiibos? I tried to, but they're fucking annoying to get. So no, I did not get all of them. <laughs> did you get all the audio logs? Read all the oh item descriptions? There's no item descriptions. Wait till Doom 3. The there are Doom a ton 3. of There are a ton of codex entries that I have not read a fucking word of. Oh, Mass Effect. Yeah. You gotta find the pages in the world to read about the Codex. That's literally a thing anyway, in Dragon Age Origin last night. Yeah, anyway, it's just a bunch of bullshit. It doesn't matter. I just, I'm here to shoot guys. I want to shoot guys. I want the yeah. Super Shotgun to have more than eight shots in it. Thank you very fucking much. Um, what if and... you just never reloaded? What if you just had as many bullets as you have and you just shoot and it goes? I love that. I've played yeah. Doom. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the game's fucking rips. It's one of the greats. Uh, anyway, you want to talk about Skyrim? Yeah, sure. I can talk about Skyrim. Um, in the middle of playing Skyrim for the podcast, Todd said, ah, let me break this whole fucking thing for you. Yeah, fuck uh, you. And release the anniversary edition of Skyrim, <laughs> which broke both of our games for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. I eventually figured out why I was having problems. Um, I installed a rollback mod <laughs> to make the game think it was playing the previous version. Uh, and was allowed to finish. Um, so, so the, yes, go ahead. The new content that they added as a patch for everybody during the anniversary launch was a bunch of Creation Club content. And the Creation Club is like mods and added like new content and assets that Bethesda decided was good 
or like approved and so they put it in a separate storefront away from mods that you could pay real money for these are things like bringing in old artifact weapons from older elder scrolls games or like adding new quests uh, adding new outfits uh the problem Mm -hmm. i encountered was that by downloading and installing all of that content at once, the game died. So I had to completely (laughs) uninstall the game, reinstall my mods, and introduce the Creation Club content, which I now owned everything in the store, introduce it one item at a time and and complete those quests to clear them from, like, the memory or whatever, so that the game wouldn't, like, wouldn't completely die uh, as soon as I opened it. Yeah. Um, Um... My mods just broke everything because yeah, they released a big update in the game. I started with no mods because I hadn't played with mods before. And then I just started with, oh, well, I guess I should just make all my followers invincible. That's just like a little a treat for me. And then, well, I guess I could, you know, add some of these cool new followers to the game. You know, that would be fun. Uh, or, you know... What if I wanted all the hairstyle options available to every character instead of the orcs only ever having ponytails and variations on ponytails? Yeah. And so eventually I got, you know, pretty modded up. But The first mod I went and found was to make the hair not look like absolute shit. Because hair in yeah. Skyrim looks like absolute shit. <laughs> um, it's, it's a, you know, it's yeah. a game from 2011. It's a game from 2011. Yeah. They barely had, like... Ray tracing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back in the days before ray tracing, we had to just have the the mo- the grossest hair possible. I miss PS2 hair, where every woman would just have a like brown like chunk on the side of their head. Like everyone had short hair because they didn't want to have to try and animate. Hair. Can't take up all those polygons. Yeah, you got to save those polygons for. Uh, I guess, like, having three guys on screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know a lot about video games. Yep. Um, uh, Nora, what... Uh, you you had a main guy in this. Mm-hmm. What, um, what stuff did you do? Uh, well, Jacobin Tharn, descendant, of course, of Jaeger Tharn, the um, battle mage who took over... Uh, and and put the put the king in uh, in the in oblivion for a while and had ten years where he impersonated Uriel Septim and and the events of uh, the Elder Scrolls Arena of course as everyone knows um, she was a kind of ambitious evil mage type so she did the I did the College of Winterhold I did a bunch of other like sort of side quests and I did Dragonborn DLC. And the main quest. And that was most of it. Every All the other, like, dozens of hours were just, like, doing side quests or doing stuff to, like, make my equipment. Because I had a lot of fun making um, gear and enchanting my own gear in this game. Yeah. So, she ended up, basically, my approach was, like, she wants to be the new empress of the of the whole deal. Right. So she's going to start yeah. by, like, gaining a lot of power in Skyrim. So she's going to, like, try to fit in and, like, I'm going to make myself into, like, basically the next uh, Tiber Septim. So 
what I need to do is like look the part. And so she ended up becoming this like uh, dragon bone armor sort of like dragon lance, dragon high lord um, style look as she like has her evil magics and powers and enchanted weapons and stuff. So yeah, it was fun. That was my main character. I made a lot of characters. You made you made just a, a an extreme number of guys. I love making guys. I know this about you. Do you want to know what my guy was? Uh, I guy? named the file Molly, and then I uh-huh. made a girl in it, and then I did all the stuff I wanted to do. <laughs> with no other Fair. thought put into it. I just didn't know how I was supposed to be like, okay, well, my character did the Mage's Guild and also the Thieves' Guild, because they're just really good at both things so i always like make a different character to do different things that's too much work it's fun that's so I much like work role playing I like making guys um, i can't do it i was doing a bunch of streams where i was playing in druid mode which is basically like adapting some uh fluff rules from old D D descriptions of the druid class where like you know you don't use metal equipment or um you try not to harm any animals and that kind of thing and that character was a lot of fun um yeah yeah that was a cool guy i had fun doing those yeah. streams yeah you were very sleepy uh by the end of it yes i was because you streamed for like five hours like four okay i don't see how that's much different it's you know 20 percent <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was very sleepy because it was a long ass stream. <laughs> That's right. We finished at like one a.m. It was fun. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying <laughs> I was sleepy because it was one a.m. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, you know, Manadnack. Manadnack. I am not Manadnack. <laughs> um, and I also made Darius Pent, who was sort of a priest type who had sworn off of blades and he only uses hammers to fight and he uses like healing magic and stuff um and devna which is another oc of mine who's just the sort of like chosen one type character who has like light and shadow magic and so i, I found some light and shadow magic in the mods and i added yeah. them they were really cool Big it's pretty dope laser spell um she kept on her one of each amulet for the uh, for the nine divines because she was uh, into all of them and like did all of the daedric quests and uh, tried to do all of the different quests around each temple of the divines because she was very devout. She was really fun. Yeah, she got married. She's the only character of mine who I got married with. Yeah, it seems like we just did that one on a whim. Uh, she got uh, in a fist fight with this older woman in a tavern, and then they got married. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. Goals. That's what I would do. I'd yeah. fist fight you in a tavern. Thanks. That means mm-hmm. a lot. You're about to um, fist fight me on this podcast, it sounds like sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's all uh, it's all out of love. Yeah. Much like me playing Skyrim. For 120 yes, hours. For 120 <laughs> hours. 
I have no idea how long I played Skyrim for. Uh, let's That's see. That's probably for the best. Checking. I'm checking. Uh, my total playtime, and I think this is with my last playthrough on PC, is 73 mm. hours. Um, oh, so I just so played a lot more. You. you played a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because I think I had at least 25 uh, when I started this. How did you do everything so fast? Um, It's not a hard game. No. But you just so do the it. stuff. Yeah. You just do the stuff. I don't know what the problem is. I did the stuff, and then I did more stuff, and I did more stuff. You just simply do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mm. know. I don't know. So neither of us did the Dawn Guard DLC. I thought you did do the Dawn Guard DLC. I did it last time I played, and I did most of it this time, and then I stopped. So you did do the Dawn Guard DLC. <laughs> I have it in the past. <coughs> and you you just said you did most of it. This time I did most of it. Right. Yeah. So I didn't finish it. How was it? It's fine. It's it's got some cool little moments and stuff like you go to the soul cairn which is like this pocket dimension where all of the souls that you use in your soul gems for your uh, magic items, you know, crafting and stuff. That's where they go, and they just—they're just people that hang out in this weird place, and it sucks. You fight a dragon skeleton. Yeah. Sick. Um, but it's all about. So, there's these vampires. I almost said these Draculas. <laughs> they are Draculas. There's these Draculas. They want to find Ariel's bow. Ariel being Ariel's bow being like a weapon from Arena, and also Ariel being another name for Akatosh, one of the divines. If I'm remembering right, if I'm not, right in. Uh, basically, they want to use this bow, and they want to use the specific vampire Serana. I think her name is. Yeah. Uh, they want to use her blood to taint it so that they can shoot the sun with this magic bow and conquer the sun. And vampires will inherit the earth. Oh, so I love that for them. And you can get the bow, and if you talk to Serana, you can ask her for some blood, and she'll give you some. You can make the arrows, and you can turn off the sun. So if you're playing as a vampire, you can pull out your bow and shoot the sun, and it'll like make it go into nighttime for a little while. It doesn't do it Actually. permanently? No. Cowards. Um, or, you know, you can just use regular arrows, and then they will be good arrows. Cowards. Coward, coward, coward. That's right. Let me turn uh, also, off the fucking sun. As part of that quest, you read like three Elder Scrolls. So. That's true. You read a lot of Elder Scrolls in this game. Uh, do we want to talk about the main quest? Did you forget what is there? To, what is there to talk about in the main quest? You are a prisoner. Caught in an ambush. Oh, you were taken to a what? <laughs> yep. And you go to a town called Helgen. Helgen. Right. I Did forgot. you forget, or were you just prompting me? <laughs> okay. Both, actually. Uh, you go to Helgen, and a dragon attacks, and everyone's freaking out because dragons have never been seen before. And you go and tell the Jarl, the one of the like 
six? Are they six Jarls or seven? Something like that. I don't know. Skyrim is broken up into districts, and those districts each have a Jarl. You go to this Jarl, who's in the area you're in, tell him about the dragons. Some things ensue from that. You end up killing a dragon in that territory, and then the Greybeard is at the top of High Hrothgar, the highest like mountain in Skyrim. The throat call of you, the world, if you will. The throat of the world. Um, call you to them and announce that you are the dragonborn. You are Skyrim's throat goat. Skyrim's throat goat. That's right. Tiber Septim uh-huh. himself. Uh, you are dragonborn, which means a lot of things, kind of, and implies a lot of things, kind of, depending on kind which of. Part of the- well, well, there's a lot. There's, you know. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you, kind of, because it feels like it means a lot of things and also fucking nothing. Yes, that's true. It's a video game in that way, but also like in the lore, it means a lot of things and might mean less things, because that's the way that they write the setting in Elder Scrolls games is that it's all like in-universe text, so there's a lot of contradictions on what like things mean, but essentially. Dragonborn is a thing you can be. It means that you have you are like it mean in the dragons call you Dovahkiin, which means dragon killer. I think. I think that's. I don't remember. Um, you are sort of like born to hunt and kill dragons. That's like your thing. Your soul is shaped for that. I uh, thought it was just that you are like it. You can just understand dragons and shit. That's part of it. Okay, I didn't know it was about killing dragons. I'm pretty sure that's the case. <clears throat> that seems very specific. Tiber Septim was a dragonborn, and every heir of his bloodline was a dragonborn as well. Um, okay. But also, there were people who were dragonborn outside of that family, because sometimes people just are dragonborn, as far as I understand. Regardless, you have to fight this evil dragon, who's going to end the world because that's Alduin. His Alduin. His role is the, like... What's the big snake? Um, what? There's the big snake in, like, Norse mythology that like, oh. eats the world. Right? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know anything about Norse mythology. Anyway, they he was defeated once before, and, like, I guess Judgment Day was delayed, as Arnold would say. Um, okay. And, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking about Terminator yesterday a lot. So okay, sure. Basically, you have to fight the evil dragon. Um, and last time they fought him, uh, they just like sealed him away. They like delayed it. They put him to sleep. Now you have to they, kill him for well, uh, no, they used an Elder Scroll and just unstuck him from time. Right, that's what it was. Yes, they they, they, they just, threw him out into the multiverse or whatever. They punted him through time, and now you have to kill him for real. And now he's back because they punted him to you. That's right. But now you're going to kill him, not just get rid of him. Yeah. And then you do, and all the dragons sit around saying, yeah, that's cool, then they fly away. Yeah, that's sick. Alright, uh, I was gonna do the thing Aldo and wanted me to do, but if he's dead, I guess I don't want to break the world. Well, all Whatever. the dragons that you fight are actually zombies. They're resurrected, yeah. They've been resurrected by Alduin to, to torture the world. It's But you can still fight them after you beat the main quest. Like, they don't stop being yeah. hostile. So, not sure what's up with that. Not sure what's going on there. Go. Not sure if these are actually the same dragons 
Because you know how, like, time gets compressed in a video game. Like, are these the same dragons that Alduin resurrected? Or has I assume just, like, so. Brought... It has to be. Or are these new dragons? Did he just bring dragons back? Did he resurrect them and they all made new dragons? That would be way too fast for that to happen. I don't know how long this game takes place. Uh, however long it takes you to complete it. So anywhere between uh, one and 300,000 in-game days. So really depending on how you feel about completing the main quest. That's how long it takes. <laughs> well, there's a canon answer for some of these, you know? Like the first two okay. games take about a decade each. What? Yeah. I guess it's like Fable when you go to jail for like 10 years or whatever. <laughs> I, I, I think... So funny. I don't remember exactly uh, Daggerfall's length. It might be shorter than that, but Arena's definitely a decade. That's so fucking long, dude. That's way too long. You can't do that. Daggerfall's also weird because of the dragon break. The what? The dragon break. Do I even want to, like, know? I don't know. You know what? No, I don't want to know about this right now. <laughs> I will not be tricked into into uh, in, uh, what's the what's the word? I will not be tricked into uh, ingesting Dragonfall uh, lore on this podcast. Dragonfall is a great video game. That's a different thing. What am I talking about? Daggerfall. Daggerfall. Same fucking thing. Who cares? Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> if you want a good time, look up Dragon Break. Sure. Um. I uh I did um I did the the main quest obviously that was that was our one requirement is you had to do the main quest. Um, I think I and, had said do main quest and at least one other thing. Oh well. I I mean I was going to do that anyway, so. Yeah. But, um I did the Thieves Guild. Uh-huh. Um which is fine. It's a fine quest line. It's it's even, I've never finished it. I don't know how it ends. You become a protector of Nocturnal. You become one of the Nightingales. Um, yeah. Nocturnal is a Daedric prince? Yeah. Okay, cool. And she uh, she is, like, in charge of luck. Mm. And so since the last Nightingale had betrayed uh, the... Who was in the Thieves' Guild betrayed her, uh, the mm-hmm. luck of the Thieves' Guild is running dry. Oh. So you have to repair it. By killing that guy, probably. You do kill that guy, and it's very much the most obvious, oh, it was that guy all along? Oh my god, I can't believe it. Oh my god. Uh, twist in the world. Hmm. What do you mean I can't trust the leader of the Thieves' Guild? What? And then out of nowhere, the the second in command of the Thieves' Guild is like, fuck this, I don't want to do this. You be the in charge of the Thieves' Guild, and you're like, oh, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So by the end of it, you're in charge of the Thieves' Guild. Um, and then... At the end of the Mage's College quest, you become Archmage of the Mage College. Yeah, this is pretty much how all of these quests end, is you're in charge of yeah. the thing now. Um, I did not do the Companions. I don't think either of us did the Companions this time. I started them on... I also started it, and then I was like, <laughs> eh, <laughs> this isn't that fun. Like, my Druid mode character was going to be a werewolf, so... Sure. That's that makes sense, being that. druid mode. Uh, and you know then, what, um, what do you love? I love when a guy is like, hey, come on, give me your best shot, hit me. 
Uh, yeah. You know, as part of like his like initiation. And then you're like, okay. And then your, you know, House Carl or whoever, whatever follower you have, are like, oh, we're fighting to the death right now? Okay. And just starts killing people uh, in the room. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, game's a little buggy in that way, huh? I don't know if that's a bug. It's kind of a bug because you're just supposed to be doing a fist fight with that guy. The fist fights are just supposed to be one on one, and whoever's with you isn't supposed to react. I feel like he was—he has his sword out though. So all right, um, I don't know. I had to—I had to park my companion inside. <laughs> Listen, you stay here. I have to go take care of something. I'll, I'll be back in ten. I have to go, you know, slug it out with this clearly a werewolf guy. <laughs> I have to beat uh, a man to nearly to death, so I'll be right back. Um. I think the companions are fucking boring. Um, I, I went new and ones did. Of you what? I added new ones. New companions. Yeah, your followers. Oh, I'm talking about the companions, the the guild, right? Capital C companions. Yeah, I'm talking about that. The fake fighters. Group. The quest. The quest line. Yeah. 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 The quest line for Cusco. Cusco's quest. Uh huh. They're boring. Anyway, um, I did the Dark Brotherhood. Uh, which is also fine. Um, you get the shadow there, horse. There is a vampire, yeah, and she's like, she's the she's the three hundred year old vampire who looks like a twelve year old. Oh right, okay. One of those, Bat-Bat? yeah. Yes, Babat. Which is really funny because I've been watching. We're like 13, 14 episodes deep into Gilmore Girls right now. Yeah, and, a, and the next door neighbor is named Babat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking go! Let's fucking go. Next month, we're doing a game club on Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, that's right. Um, Stars Hollow Racer. Damn. Um, <laughs> Kirk is okay. Yeah, he's he's too light. Um, so, uh, I did the Dark Brotherhood. It's fine. Uh, you have to kill an evil clown, which I do enjoy killing evil clowns, I guess. Uh, yeah, sure. It's It's... I... My problem uh, with with most of the quest lines in Skyrim is that the Oblivion ones are just better <laughs> in basically huh. every way. I'll get to Oblivion at some point. It's just hard to run on my computer for some reason. Yeah. Um the oh, the Oblivion no. I'm not I guess I won't spoil it for you. The Oblivion Thieves Guild is fucking incredible. They put that on PS3, right? I can pirate that off the right off the menu. Yeah, it's on PS. It's on PS3 and 360. Yeah, maybe we should yeah. do that. Those are those are fucking uh, video games right there. Everybody's ugly as shit. It's great. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I did play Dragonborn, the DLC. Yeah, uh, which that was kind I, of interesting. I thought it was bad. <laughs> uh, when it took. When it took the pivot to HP Lovecraft World, I was like, okay, no thank Guess you. Guess we're doing this, huh? But I liked Solstheim. It's um, it's it's fine, I guess. It's just more Skyrim, if you really wanted that. No, it's not just that. It's a little bit of Morrowind. I guess. Well, because, like, Solstheim was the location for the DLC for Morrowind. And now they've ceded that island to Morrowind, the country, uh, as a result of the volcano erupting. So it's like their way of introducing like a lot of Morrowind 
um, architecture and music and like just throwbacks to. to yeah, yeah, the yeah. Game. I get that. I do. So. Listen, I understand that. Yeah. I just don't think it's that good. <laughs> it's not that good. It could be. A and lot all of better. the and all of the stuff that's from Morrowind, all of the armor and stuff looks like shit. It's not very good. No, it's all hideous. And it's all heavy armor, and I wasn't playing a heavy armor character, so I was bummed about that. The other thing, the other main thing I did was download a bunch of armor sets that look good and not like shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that, those that was my main uh, my main modding uh, was fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Typical Dark Souls person playing Skyrim. I guess. <laughs> Um, I like the stall rim uh, sets. The like, is it stall rim? The ice ore stuff. Yeah, I think. Oh, I thought it looked like shit. (laughs) It's so ugly. It looks neat. I don't want to wear an iceberg. It's cool. It's enchanted ice. It's magic. Uh, Yeah. Okay. It's not made of metal also. <laughs> That's, yeah, you know what? Yeah, Druid mode. <laughs> I had a great time with this game. I mean, I had a good Clearly. time playing it, but it wasn't because of, like, Skyrim being good, I don't think. But if it was bad, you wouldn't have played 30 hours of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I do think that... I was, I was amazed that the... Um, main quest was as short as it was. I oh, thought it was yeah. way longer than that, but no, it's like if you really just like gun it, three hours maybe. It was longer for me because I wanted to actually complete the Civil War quest before doing it. Otherwise, you have to have a shorter th- resolution where you negotiate peace between the two sides rather than like one side winning, as as far as I understand from guides at least. Uh, you just so do it. That... You just make a truce happen. Yeah. Um. So that, I didn't do that. I actually went through the Civil War quest, which is, um, you go to a place and you fight some guys, and you go to another, like, another fort, and you fight more guys with, like, It looks so boring! It's really boring, and also, the main, the main frustration. There are two factions, the Stormcloaks and the Imperials. But there are more factions than that at work in the war. Yeah. You just can't, like, join them or work with them at all. Yeah. Which is really frustrating because it turns this whole thing into, like, this really shallow, two-sided thing where it's like, oh, well, those guys are uh, fighting against this empire that is trying to, like, you know, assimilate them into their culture. And they're also... Very racist. They're so, also very racist. Do you feel good? That's so about true. it. Do you feel good about it? Huh? Um. Meanwhile, there's the people like the Old Mary, uh, who are like this elf faction, who are some sort of organization inside of the Empire that is gaining power and trying, possibly trying to take over the world. Um, yeah. But you know, if you say that out loud. You become one of the the racist stormcloaks, or like those damn elves are trying to get everything under those their control. Fucking elves, those yeah. Fucking those knife ears. That's that's dragon. No, that's but, dragon age. You're getting yeah. ahead of yourself. Um, and then there's the forsworn, who are this uh, 
I guess... I don't... I guess they're like a separate indigenous people in the Skyrim area who are being actively, like, oppressed by the Nords as they are reclaiming their, uh, like, country from Imperial control. But you, yeah. you can't, like, agree with them or be like, oh, I'll help you get the Stormcloaks out. You just free the, the main guy from jail um, because you also get put in jail with him. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't change anything. You can't, like, take a side in that way. Uh, it's just you run into them and, you know, it's written so that your character probably just thinks they're crazy. I would have loved to have, like, a little bit more going on with the Civil War thing, and I don't really understand why that's not the main quest. Yeah, I don't know. The Alduin stuff is important, sure, but it seems like the Civil War would be a much more interesting, like, main plot to dig into, rather than Big Evil Dragon's gonna end the world. Sure, but he is the Apocalypse. Yeah. That's all. I don't have much more to say besides that. He just is the apocalypse. <laughs> he is that. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, you know, I like this game a lot. I had a mm-hmm. great time playing 130 some odd hours of it. And um, I would really like for them to make a new one someday. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day they'll make one that's a little different, you know? I don't want it to be different. I want, I want to play another one of these. I'd like it to be better. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I just don't expect that. I don't expect it, I guess. But, like, I would like some more stats, maybe? I'm... I, what, more stats? Yeah, more than just the three bars? No. Maybe, like, a strength score. Why do you want that on screen? Like in the menu. Okay, but you but you have that. It's your weapon attack. No. Yes. Your weapon attack is different from your strength. What if you had strength, which it determines things like your carrying capacity and your like damage, and then you had like agility, which determines your like accuracy and your speed. I hate huh? it when there's an accuracy stat that is not just your main attacking stat. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It's fun. I like No, it. it's bad. Hit uh, rating. Saying, They've removed it from all the MMOs for a reason. All I'm saying is that the Elder Scrolls Arena is probably the best Elder Scrolls game. I sure. I I alright. Um, I believe you. <laughs> do we have any other like funny Skyrim anecdotes to give? Or what's up with the what's up with the uh, other tribe on Solstheim? The the weirdo little guys who want you to help them. The Reeklings. Yes. Awful vibes so, on that one. Goblins were a big like pop like. Not popular, what's the word? Populous? Like, a common enemy type yeah. in older Elder Scrolls games that have completely sure. disappeared from Skyrim, somehow. 
um, <clears throat> until you get to Soul's Time, where you encounter Reeklings, which are this specific type of goblin. Um, goblins are weird. They are... So there's two types of souls in Elder Scrolls. Not Jesus. White souls and black souls. Black souls are people. They're humans, elves, etc. White souls are animals. They're like, um, you know, anything else, basically. Um, white souls you can use in your magic. You can use in your enchanting and stuff uh, as like a power source, and it's fine. Everyone's like okay with the ethics. Of Everyone's that. doing it. Yeah. Black souls are heavier or so they say and they are like real people quote unquote and you cannot use them or else the soul is a real physical item yes so goblins have white souls but they do talk and like have culture and stuff and language because the elder scrolls is of this era of fantasy setting so, but on the other hand, like they used to say that about orcs, and orcs are now just a playable race that you can. I mean, use. that's nice. Yeah, you don't just have orcs as an enemy. After like from Morrowind on, they made orcs like normal people. Uh, um, so who knows? Maybe in the next game, you'll be able to play as a little guy. All I'm saying is the vibes from the goblins in the Dragonborn are, are really bad. If you if you you know you know what a gully dwarf is from Dragonlance, kind of like that. They're little guys. They're very dirty. Uh, they speak very broken English, uh, and they're sort of comedically grotesque. I guess. Is yes. What they're going for, um, and dumb. And also, their caves are the worst thing to navigate in history. They're not great. They're pretty bad. And also, they're always popping out of the ground. They it's are fucking, always. It's fucking annoying. That. Yeah, and their spears are so small you can use them as arrows. That's kind of cute. That's. I guess that's kind of cute. <laughs> I suppose. Uh, yeah. I played a bow guy. I played a sword mage. You played many guys. Yeah, Jacobin was like a sword and spell kind of character mm-hmm. uh, devna was a mostly spell and shield kind of character mm-hmm. though she did get some like mythic weapons and stuff as time went on um Sindranar, of course is druid mode she would have eventually had like a cool uh stalrim sword made of ice mm-hmm. um, yeah I decided that my, uh, in my sort of internal narrative of how the, uh, how I have played these games, my Daggerfall character, it was, uh, was lost in the Dragon Break and, uh, is now Delphine, the character in this game who's rebuilding Hmm. the blades. Yeah. That's cool. It's cool. So, um, we have a lot of questions. Do you want to like hop into that? Yeah, but I don't have the the password for the email account anymore. I will read the question. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get up and get my phone. Yeah, I um I, I lost it when I I had to I got a new hard drive for my C drive and that lost a lot of logins. I don't remember it offhand, so I'll have to look it up for you. 
So our first email comes. I in tried from... to I tried to find it in our chat log. It was not there. <laughs> yeah. Our first email comes in from Crass. Oh, Crass Pants. I should say. Crass Pants, please. Uh, Crass here. The Kingkiller Chronicles Day 2, The Wise Man's Fear, and A Song of Ice and Fire Book 5, A Dance of Dragons, both came out before Skyrim. How does that make you feel? <laughs> Sorry to everybody who likes either of those things. Sucks to suck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up in the middle of a dance with dragons. That's how that's that, how bad that, that book is not coming out. You know what? No, Dance with Dragons? Dance of Dragons rather? Great book to just stop in the middle of. I got to say. It was great. It was great. I gave <laughs> up. It was fantastic. The thing is, is uh, that I just I picked the stuff I didn't want to read and just skipped those chapters. Fuck Dorn. Fuck Dorn. Uh and also um why would I ever read Patrick Rothfuss? <laughs> no, why would somebody read Patrick Rothfuss even knowing it was going to be bad? I knew you did it for the goof, but I no, would not I expose s- I would not expose myself to this radioactive bullshit. We started it because we needed something on the on the road trip to listen to. Do you know how many other fucking audiobooks you could have listened to that weren't the King Killer? Don't don't come to I, me with the well we needed listen, something. Listen, I had to know. I had to know. <laughs> no, you didn't. I had to know, now I know. It's one of the worst books I've ever read. Our next email comes in from JT. Hey journal updated. Paul Blackthorne does have a distinctive face with a lot of character and a huge credit that he seems well suited for a wide variety of roles at first blush. Thanks, nothing to report about video games at this time. Thank you. <laughs> Forgot about this one. I love being validated by the listeners. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I'm looking up Paul Blackthorne again because in the time between. Uh, recordings. I have forgotten what this guy. This this guy's Joe Rogan to me. <laughs> this is this is slightly slightly better looking Joe Rogan. Our next email also comes in from JT. Uh, hello, I'm writing in with a question for the Skyrim episode. Have you ever spent more time planning your time in a game than playing it? And how has that experience been for you? I'm always stunned when I see 200-hour playtime in Skyrim because Skyrim doesn't occupy as big a footprint in my mind as Oblivion, which I don't know how much time I've played, but it feels like Infinity Hours. Oblivion is Infinity Hours. I've put so much time into Oblivion. Skyrim, mm-hmm. Skyrim, I felt like I got done with that game. By the time I was done with my playthrough, I was like, I feel like I've seen basically everything. Yeah, probably. Oblivion, I feel like I could go play it right now and find something I've never found before. And I know that's, like, probably just perception and not true, uh, mm-hmm. but Oblivion feels like a much more magical game than Skyrim does. But, you know, maybe that's just nostalgia and the fact that it was, like, one of the first open-world games I played. I don't know. JT also mentions that um, they installed Morrowind on CD, but it came with all expansions, one of which starts the Dark Brotherhood quest by when you rest, occasionally they'll send an assassin after you. That whips! um, This happened for me the first time I went to sleep during during the tutorial part of the game, and I never played (laughs) Morrowind again. (laughs) Oh, fuck, bro! (laughs) (laughs) They wanted you bad! They wanted you bad! 
The thing about that is that that is a great way to get some early gold if you manage to get them. Yeah, no kidding. That armor is decent, especially for that level, and also you can sell it. So true. Uh, I do. I do like the way the uh, Dark Brotherhood quest starts starts in Skyrim. Uh, which is you hear about a, a kid who's been hoping you somebody will go kill a fucking orphanage uh, owner because she's because she's the worst. Uh-huh. Um, and you can just break into that house and talk to the kid. And he's like, oh, you must be from the Dark Brotherhood because I've been doing the ritual. Great. Can you kill this lady for me? And you can just go, uh, all right. And then you go do it. Uh, sure. And then after you finish the quest, when you sleep somewhere, uh, you get kidnapped by the Dark Brotherhood. Uh, and they put you in a room with uh, three people. And she's like, the person in charge of it is like, okay, I want you to guess which one of these three people has a contract on them and kill them. And then I'll let you go. Uh, and then you, yeah, you do that. And then she's like, great. Uh, here's where you can find me later if you want to continue doing this. Okay, bye. <laughs> and like all three of them, I think if I remember right, all three of them are like rancid when you learn about them. Mm. Um, but yeah. Rick I bet Branson. all of them had contracts on them, probably. Oh, probably. That's probably the real thing. My big memory of Skyrim was playing as a thief, and upon going to one of the cities for the first time, I broke into a house and got a letter from a safe that went over in exquisite detail the criminal conspiracy happening in the town, so I took it to the Jarl to see about a reward for uncovering the plot. However, that was the last step of the quest I hadn't started. So, <laughs> then I believe I was arrested or thrown in jail for the crime I had proof on my person that it was I was not doing. That's incredible. Did the story scripting and your exploration interact in any strange ways like this when you played? Uh, yeah. Uh, I yeah. went to a specific, um, I guess, one of the dungeons to get um, one of the Creation Club weapons, which is Chrysomere, the Paladin's Blade, uh, which was added in. And I rode my horse up the mountain and found it. And then I realized that the cliff I was on is had a door, which was the exit of a dungeon that you're not supposed to get up to there without having going gone through the dungeon. Uh, you're supposed to, like, go... Because all of these dungeons are either circular and you come out the same way, or you come out on a weird, like, cliff top uh, that's, like, a one-way trip back down so you can fast yeah. travel out. Uh, so I just, like, happened to horse my way up to the top and was like, oh, here's a word wall and a chest and a locked door because I can't... You can't go backwards through the dungeon. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. I, um... It broke for me with the Butcher Quest. I think it's Markarth mm-hmm. that has this with the serial killer. Um, I accidentally broke into a guy's house and found the journal where he's like, yeah, I'm the serial killer. Uh, and yeah. then the entire quest broke and I just couldn't turn it in ever. And I couldn't find anybody who would give me, like, the first steps of the quest or anything like that. So I, I wanted to do it, but it wouldn't let me. I don't think end. I went to Markarth. Is that the Dwarven it's... one? No, I might be thinking of the wrong town. It's the one in the top right with um the boat to Solstheim. Winterhelm? Windhelm. The place where the Stormcloaks are based. Let me look. Yes. There's Windhelm. a town I just didn't go to in this game. A main city I never went to. Yeah, Windhelm. Not uh, not Markarth. Markarth is on the other side of the map. I got, I just get the names mixed up. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, there's a serial killer here. Damn. And you can just find a lady who's like butchered in the streets. It's kind of gross. More general question. What is your favorite video game main theme? Oh. I'm trying to think of one that I like. And I am coming up blank here. Yeah. Let me see. Um, Let me look at Steam real quick. I mean, the Halo theme is just fucking incredible. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The Halo theme rips. Uh, let's see. You know, a year or two ago, I'd say, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls, but a little hard to name your favorite when it's written by a rapist. Oh, okay. Yeah, true. I guess I shouldn't say Elder Scrolls. I should say Morrowind On, because the first two games had a different, like, musician associated with them. Yeah, I think it's mostly just Halo that I can come up with right now. I'm not seeing anything else that like stands out to me. I like the Demon Souls one, honestly. Like, I, I was, it was fun to fighting uh, 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 False King Alant at the end, and like realizing that the um, organ music playing during the boss fight was the main theme from the opening of the game. That's oh yeah, fun. that's sick. Yeah, you love uh, that <clears throat> Metal Gear Solid. Two fantastic like main theme. That version is just my the version I like more than Metal Gear Solid One. Um, it's a shame that it was completely uh, ripped off of an existing song, so they had to change it in the subsequent games. Yeah. Next email. Yeah. Jake writes in, It's nearly impossible to talk about Skyrim or Bethesda games in general without getting into talk about modding. Do you have any mods that you think are actually essential to the experience of these games? I know some people would swear by the mod scene that it almost seemed like that was the thing that people liked more than the games themselves. Uh, the only one I would... And it, I don't know if any of them are essential. I used SkyUI... Uh, which is like I think as close as you get to being like essential. It's a great UI for Skyrim. Let me see if it, let me look at my mods and I'll see if there's anything else that really stood out to me. Because, but like I said, most of the stuff I was doing was like getting new armors that were cool. Uh, I made like, all of my followers essential, which means they can't die. I would call that pretty much. Uh, that does seem kind of essential. The one because that your I really... followers can die as bullshit. Yeah. The, the one that I kept needing and that I kept forgetting to install was Better Horses. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time you forgot Better Horses. I kept forgetting Better Horses, and it just makes your horse also invincible. Yeah. The number um, of times that I was just riding along and my horse died under me, and I just kept going for a few feet, just like legs spread through the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm not seeing any... I, I just don't think it's essential. I mean, I put rich Skyrim merchants in, uh, mm. just because I feel like it's really hard to get gold in this game. Maybe intentionally so, but I don't like <laughs> it. Um, well, uh, if you've downloaded the right mods, then in the tree stump right outside Helgen Keep, there's a, just a little stash of 500,000 gold. I didn't do that, because I just like... I just like collecting stuff and selling it. I just wanted to be able to sell uh-huh. the stuff I found. 
Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Oh, no, the only essential mod is Immersive Dragons, which makes the dragon's wing big enough to <laughs> to accurately carry them if they were real. Because Did you get the, you get the dragons dying in midair mod? No, I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple times where I did kill some dragons in midair, and then, like, their health bar would disappear, and then they would do, like, one last attack animation, and then just fall over dead, which honestly is just as good as them, like, dying in midair and just, uh, <laughs> ragdolling, so, you know, it's hard to say. The problem with the ragdolling in midair is that there's no sound effect for ragdolled, like, bodies, so right. it completely silently hits the ground and just flops. <laughs> yes. It's really funny. I say problem, but... Um, I, I love it when stuff ragdolls. It's just so good. Tron anyway, bigger, bigger Skyrim wings and, uh, water in wells. Those are the only two essential <laughs> mods. Yes. Those wells need water in them. They need it. My, my immersion. Tron writes it with some questions. Uh, yes. Do you have a game that you reinstall or load up every year or two? Skyrim I play about every 18 months or two years, along with Half-Life. you have like a game you go back to a lot? Bionic Commando 2009. <laughs> Great video game. Excellent video game. I don't think I have this. Resident Evil 4. Never played it. Damn, that's a, that's a fucking video game right there. I mean, every couple of years I play Tetris. Tetris is pretty good. Yeah, you can you can play Tetris. It's a good game. I can't think of anything for this, honestly. It's fair. Uh, who's who's your favorite character in Skyrim? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. Nobody in Skyrim's that interesting, man. I guess I like the girl from the Thieves Guild quest, but like, it's not because she's like super cool or anything. She's just kind of normal. You don't have a. You're not like Gargura being a big Sven fan girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, the strangest, the strangest love in history. Um, no, I don't have anybody in Skyrim where I'm like, I gotta go find her. Yeah. There is the girl in Whiterun who's like, oh, boys like me too much. And, like, she's cute, but that's about it. Like, I, I don't have any special affinity for her. I just think it's funny that she ha- you have to, like, tell off the people who are hitting on her. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Uh, yeah. I like Alvor's wife because if you're playing as a woman, she's like, just stay away from my husband. And if you're playing Back as a off. man, she's like, I'm married. Yeah. By the way, She's by the way, don't funny. forget she has the she has the dual Facebook account where it's like me and my husband don't talk to us <laughs> if you're single, not looking for any drama. Do not email my wife. Do not email my wife. Um, Tron also asked if we tried survival mode. I did before it broke. It just doesn't look fun. I don't know. It was fine. It didn't really add enough. For me, it's just like your bars will get smaller unless you do these three things to keep them up. Um, I know that there are limitations when you're modding, 
uh, especially when you're officially modding. Uh, but it was just yeah, like, it was not far enough to be of interest to me on that on that front. Crystal writes it. Uh, sorry, I said Aldmeri earlier. I meant the Thalmor. My mistake. Oh wow. Okay, that was a yeah, a long time ago. I think at this point. Crystal. Anyway, says, what does Crystal have to say about the Thalmor? <laughs> Crystal has a lot to say about the Thalmor. <laughs> Um, in general, it's oh, let me scroll back up. One of the big choices in this game is Empire versus Stormcloaks, but I don't really understand why most characters would choose either. I wish you could have joined the Thalmor in this game. I feel like you have no fewer reasons to support them than you do the Empire or Stormcloaks. You could do fun infiltration missions, playing both sides to leave Skyrim in the weakest position possible, so it can be conquered by the Dominion later. In general. It's a bit weird how this game decides to make racism a big theme, but but barely acknowledges your character's race at all, and mostly just assumes that you're either a Nord or an Imperial. I know that's just the Elder Scrolls thing, that your character can be all things to all people, but in that case I would simply not attach that design philosophy to this type of story. This conflict appears in other ways too, like how your character can be gay married, but there are zero gay characters in all of Skyrim except for two dead guys on the beach in Solstheim. Furthermore, with Skyrim being such a frictionless, easy-to-please game that never wants to put barriers in your way, why is it that the perk trees kind of suck, and so does magic? The reason everyone generally gravitates towards Stealth Archer or Shield Bashing Warrior is because those are the kinds of builds the game funnels you towards. It's very difficult to do something like Illusionist when the, with the, uh, when the level caps on Illusion spells are so low. <clears throat> Finally, I'll leave you with a legend about Alduin, the world leader. He's eaten the world many times, and each time the world seemed to get a bit bigger, and the feast took a bit longer. During one cycle, he discovered that the kindly uh, Leaper Demon King had been stealing bits of the world and hiding them away so that Alduin could not eat it, and then sticking them into the next world, with the hope that one day the world would be too big to fit in Alduin's stomach, and Alduin would simply explode, and the world would never have to die again. Or maybe this is Leper. Maybe I've misread that. Uh, Alduin cursed the Demon King, taking away his beloved leap. Oh, it is leaping and leaper, taking away his beloved leaping ability and banishing him to oblivion, where he could never ever leave, except on the rare day when the barriers were weak and the complex rituals could summon him. And the former leaper Demon King, now called Dagon, would never be able to leap or jump again until he destroyed all the bits of the world he had stolen. Thank you, Chris. Alduin voice so hungry. Gotta find Parthenax and get to PF Changs. I like reading bits and pieces of Elder Scrolls like lore paraphernalia. Uh, it's it's kind of neat, but mostly because they write in like myth, you know. But that's the only reason I think it's particularly interesting. I think just like Skyrim lore in general is not that good. The old other games are written better. That's what I'd say. Sure. I liked going to Oblivion, and then you go on these big towers that just go on forever. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Tower. Tower. We got one last email from Aiden. How do you feel about the choices in the guild lines, such as Main Story, Civil War, Thieves Guild, and Dark Brotherhood, and others don't... And, and others don't tend to affect the responses of factions in other quests? I only played a small bit of Oblivion before Skyrim was released, but my recollection was that it had more mutually exclusive quest and faction choices. 
And I appreciated being able to do each main quest line in Skyrim without having to do, make separate characters. The choices in games like this, how do you tend to think of being completionist? Would it be seeing every outcome or simply seeing one of the main paths through the general structure of the game? Uh, I personally don't mind seeing just like one uh, outcome because it's probably the one I want. Uh, like these games are not like they're. I don't think they're hiding anything most of the time. You know, like it's yeah. it's it's pretty obvious what you're going to get at the end of these things. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I can just make one guy and get through the quests. I do think it's funny that there's exactly one crossover thing that I remember in Skyrim, which is if you have already done the Thieves Guild and you start the Dark Brotherhood, you can go buy stuff from the Thieves Guild for the Dark Brotherhood, and the guy who sells it to you is like, oh, okay. Working with them now, huh? Sounds good to me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I used to do that. It's fucked up out there. It's rough out there, bud. Yeah. D- uh, Devin, I think is Devin oh, Mallory. Okay, yeah. yeah. He's like, oof. They got you too, huh? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's our emails for this month. Did not expect to hit an hour. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, you know, we could talk about video games. We do. Videos, uh, I games. Did, I, I did predict 120, and we're about 120. We're at 120 right now. Molly. Yes. What are we playing next, next month? Uh, we are playing Portal. Whoa. Portal. That's a great game. It's a great game. We're just gonna we're just gonna take a rest month, uh, play a game that's really easy, uh, and then play Dragon Age after that. Yeah, Dragon Age Origins. Uh, in Dragon Age Origins. Origins and Awakening. Right, that's a different thing. That's it. It's it's a big DLC. It's like eight to twelve hours long. I think it's. I'm listen. I'm gonna have a bad time. I know this already. It's fine. Uh, you know, we're doing Dragon Age for the February episode. You know, Valentine's Day. Happy Pride. Yeah. Wow. Sandbag <laughs> completely. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, um... You can find me on Twitter, doing. at your friend... <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, did you have anything else? I thought that's where we were going. I was going to segue into that, but you go ahead. You can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. Uh, you can find me at audioentropy.com. Um, and on Eidolon, on audioentropy.com, uh, we're approaching the end of the second season of Eidolon, and it's been fucking good. Uh, people should listen to that, I think. Hell yeah. Um, and, uh, on the Abnormal Mapping Network, where this podcast is hosted, I am also on the Amory score with Jackson. Uh, we just wrapped up, uh, Year of the Black Rainbow, which is the worst book I've ever read. So far. It's the worst book I've ever read. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I would need to qualify that. There's always worse. I don't know if that's true. Um... I haven't read Year of the Black Rainbow. It's pretty fucking bad. Likely to. Um, don't. Anyway, uh, that sounds like a good place to go if you wanted to type in like I need Mayo dot com or something. Yeah, I need Mayo dot com for the Amory score. Um, and uh, and on Totally Reprise, we have decided to just fucking quit watching Gravity Falls. Um, Yes. So we're gonna be doing something next week that's different. God bless. 
More? You know what? It's good. Yeah. I don't do this very much, but it is good when you just quit something bad. If it sucks, hit the bricks. That's right. Nor I have done that you before. I have also refused to do that before. You know. You know how it goes. We tried. We tried so hard. That show was awful. Yeah. I mean, you know, Export Audio used to be a Legend of Korra podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, you know, we didn't try as hard as you tried. If it sucks, hit the bricks. You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. You can find the stuff I've done at norablake.online. Um, you can find us on the Abnormal Mapping Podcast Network. It's um, patreon.com slash abnormal mapping, I assume. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, it is. Top of my head. Um, you should give a dollar or more to Abnormal Mapping. You know, you can listen to the gun. You should podcast. give you should give a minimum of five dollars for Blockbusters, uh, which Great is a podcast. delightful podcast. Uh, but yeah. you really should be giving ten dollars so you can get that VoIP Life action, which is also the best podcast. Yes, VoIP Life is a fantastic podcast, uh, and it's we never been it. a better time to listen to VoIP Life. Is what it's I'm always a good time to listen to VoIP Life. It's always a good time. There's never been a better one. Uh, you can also go to exportaunt.io. Or patreon.com slash export audio and support the export audio Patreon uh, podcast network. We have a new podcast sort of starting on the 7th and 21st of every month. Um, hey, Autumn. Yeah. Can I announce it? Sure, I don't care. This goes up today, I'm so ready to die. it won't be a surprise. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's called Pop Town Funk. <laughs> You did name and it that. We did name it that. That's um, stupid. It's stupid. Basically, we're going to look at a list of Funko Pops. All those 8,100 and whatever Funko Pops in existence, we're going to roll a random Funko Pop and see what we get. The first episode, we got Andre the Giant, so we watched The Princess Bride for the podcast. Uh, and who knows what will happen in the future, depending on what Funko we end up with. We'll probably Dangerous. have to watch the Rick and Morty at some point. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Dangerous maybe game I, playing. Maybe if we get the Rick and Morty Funkos, I can convince Autumn to watch Community instead of Rick and Morty. Or even just listening to Harmontown instead of Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure those will be better. <laughs> uh, basically, it's a we- it's going to be a weird show. Um, and you never know what's going to happen. We might, you know... Watch a documentary about Peyton Manning or something. Who knows? Uh, you could always yeah. just watch like a Super Bowl. That's so much longer than a documentary. That's like four that, hours. It's not that much longer. It's like four hours. I don't think that's true. Yes, I'm pretty, I, There's I'm, a lot I'm, of commercial time. You don't have to watch a halftime show. Like, I don't know about that. That seems like a long thing. But that'll be also be five dollars. So if you you know, mm-hmm. give us money. But Do it. This has been this has been the pod. Yes, correct. This has been the pod. Coming at you from Chicago for the first time. Oh, that's true. I'm still in Seattle. Yeah. Um, this has been the pod, and uh, thank you for listening. We'll catch you we'll next s- time with Portal. With Portal. And your friend is right. There is a weird thing with Half-Life and Forces of Portal. 
Consider this journal. Consider this journal. <laughs> Updated. Updated. <laughs> Good job.